0: Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. We are in for an absolute treat today we're actually going to do something that we've never really done on the show today if this is your first time listening welcome typically this is actually episode 183 and typically i interview a lawn care business owner or a landscape business owner we even interviewed several hardscape business owners and they share their business story and what they've learned along the way and i wanted to do something because as you guys know if you've been listening for a while i'm about to go on tour and with the midst of in the midst of covid 19 i've been getting a lot of people Asking me, man, are you gonna are you gonna stay healthy? And you know, giving me little health tips and all this. And so I've been really proactively studying the human body and just the immune system and figuring out how do I stay as healthy as possible when I'm in a different hotel every night, when I go on the road and when I travel. And long term, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, with you guys know the responsibility that we have with our business decisions, with our relationships, and it can become Very easy to neglect taking care of our bodies. We're always in the truck on the go, and it's not like we're living in a gourmet kitchen where we can cook, you know, five star healthy meals all the time, but we're on the go. It's just real life as our career uh, leads us. But that's no excuse to not take care of our body. And so today we're going to interview Dr. Holloman. He's going to share how we can experience optimal health at the cellular level. And I really think this is important because the healthier we are, the, the better we perform mentally, the better, you know, the more strength and endurance we have. And then the better we are to the relationships around us. I mean, we don't want to work all day and have nothing left in our energy levels to offer to our loved ones and to those relationships that matter the most. And so I think today's episode will be very educational, uh, very encouraging, very inspirational to really take our health serious and become as healthy as we can as small business owners. I want to say thank you to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. If you guys want to become professional hardscapers, check out the resources that Caleb Allman has available at the Hardscape Academy. Also, the GIE Plus Expo, just put out a really good statement uh, explaining that they're moving forward. They're having GIE Plus Expo this year, October 21 through 23rd. Uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. And they're also giving away $5,000 spending spree at this year's GIE Plus Expo to one lucky winner who registers before July 24th. Now, if you've already registered, your name's already in the hat, you're already eligible. And if you want to have a shot at the $5,000 summer giveaway, you can register today and anytime by July twenty fourth through, through through midnight July twenty third, you want to get that registration in, and we got you covered with fifty percent off that registration. Uh, when you check out, just use the promo code Paul, and that will take fifty percent off your registration. All right. Well, without further ado, here's my conversation with Dr. Frank Holliman. What's up everybody? Today we're going to talk about how to be as healthy as possible at the cellular level, optimal health at the cellular level with my friend, Dr. Frank Holloman. He went to Georgia Tech. I had to write this down. He a PhD in atomic and molecular physics. Yes, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely, Bob. and all four of your children graduated from Georgia Tech. Yes, the only thing I brag about is my boys graduated too. That's impressive. Well, I've been on a health journey. How can I be as healthy as possible? I'm about to go on a summer tour to Virginia, Maryland, Michigan, Ohio, Tennessee. I want to be in a different city, different hotel basically every single night for about a month. And so I want to be as healthy as possible. I want to be full of energy, optimal health. You have scientific results, how we can actually study our health What's the best diet? What's the best uh, nutrition? I'm I'm excited to hear all this today. So tell us a little about your story, Dr. Frank. Okay, I'll tell
2: you about that briefly, and then we'll talk about how to get optimal health at the cellular level. Let's do it. Uh, My journey uh, for health really started five years ago. I was diagnosed with cancer. I'm a cancer survivor today. And uh, I uh, took an unorthodox approach to my cancer treatment. I did have to mm-hmm. get surgery in my case, which got rid of the tumor, and that was very successful. Mm-hmm. But it was after, after that I had to decide about chemotherapy or not. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of pressure to do that. And I, um, it, it's a very life changing event when you're diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And anyone who has experienced that knows what I'm talking about. And so, uh, my, after surgery treatment, I had to make a decision. And I, in my case, and I only for myself, I made the decision to opt out of chemotherapy. And I sought, uh, natural, uh, techniques that were scientific that people were doing in the area that I, the town that I live in, there's, uh, practitioners, medical practitioners. Mm -hmm. And I, I pursued that. That's really another topic for another day. Got it. But, uh, I just didn't want to make a a very important decision based on fear. I wanted to make important decisions for my life and my health based out of peace. And that's how I felt led in peace is to pursue alternative methods. And it was in in that course that I used my scientific background to do a lot of studying because I had a lot of time on my hands. Recovering from surgery took about a year. Uh,
1: Scientists need things that you can measure. Right, and I, I, I came. that's exactly what we do Because when it comes to nutrition and fitness, everyone's got a theory You should do this, you shouldn't do that But you actually came up with methods where you can actually measure how healthy is the cell And is there improvement or not improvement so Well,
2: that's is- exactly right, Paul Because see, um, one thing the doctor will always tell you is Okay, now that you have to deal with cancer, um, you really need to live a healthier lifestyle and that means you need to exercise right, you need to eat right, you need to reduce stress in your life, but they won't tell you how to do that. And if you investigate that on your own, you go to the internet, you read different books, you'll find everybody's saying everything about how to do that. And often they contradict each other. Right. And it becomes very confusing. But there's got to be a right way, and if it is a right way, it would make a difference, in your health and if it does make a difference where it, it's it's a, an important difference, it should be measurable. Yeah. If it's if it makes no difference one way or the other, it wouldn't be measurable. Right. But if it's gonna make a big difference in your life because you did it right instead of wrong, it should be measurable. So I sought a way to find a way this to is so measure cool. that.
1: Yeah, so tell us how, how you can actually measure ourselves, how healthy we well, are, this is
2: cool. Well, first of all, I just want to say one one important background yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And that is, uh, if we want to be healthy, uh, we really what we really want to do is we want to have an environment in our body like when we were younger, mm-hmm. because when you're older and you have to concern yourself with age-related diseases, which you never have to give a thought about when you're young, let's say 20 years old in college and yeah. healthy, um, you, um, you, what's the difference? What, what, what are you trying to achieve to be healthy? Well, when you're young, you have maximum energy production at the cellular level. That means everything that the cell has to do to function and to function well and to be healthy Requires energy. That's uh, mm-hmm. cellular reproduction, cellular repair, your immune system function, um, the energy that it takes to maintain the integrity of the cell wall. So the good stuff goes in and the bad stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. All of that requires energy. Mm-hmm. And even the uh, chemical reactions that are in the th- millions that the cell has to do are governed by the energy dynamics of those. Um, chemical reaction so energy is the key Mm -hmm. so i sought to find a way to um measure the that the lifestyle changes i was making was making a difference but it was making a difference at the energy production level of the cell and there is a way to do
1: that so if if my cell is creating more energy my health is going to be better than if it's not. Right. And it's, it's analogous to a car engine.
2: Um, the car will run if it's a six-cylinder engine and you're running only on four. It'll still run, but it's not running like it used to when it was brand new out of the factory. Right. Where you're running on all f- six cylinders yeah. <laughs> and it was peak performance. Yeah. That's the, literally uh, an analogy for a younger person versus an older person. An older wow. person uh, does not produce the energy at the cellular level like they did when they were 40 years younger, and that affects their health because all the processes in the cell and that the cell has to do to, to function, it's doing it now less efficiently mm. because it's running on four cylinders instead of six cylinders. Does that make sense? Yeah, but there's things we can do to, change, to turn it all around. Yes, there is, and that's the exciting part because if you find yourself like I did where um, you were in a health crisis. Mm-hmm. I had to have surgery, uh, and, um, uh, and now I'm a, I'm a cancer survivor. Thank God. I'm doing very well. Um, I had to make lifestyle changes and knowing the right thing to do it makes the difference. So what I found out is if you want to improve your energy production to be like you were when you were a lot younger at peak energy mm-hmm. at the cellular level. And that's not- Everyone his- listening right now is like, yeah, that's me.
1: I want peak performance, cellular
2: okay. level, optimal health. Yeah, keep going. This is okay. okay. So um, that is the first, there's four things you can do that I know of. The first thing is you want to uh, consume the highest energy fuel for your cells to make energy. Mm-hmm. And it's analogous, again, to the car engine where you put uh, high test gasoline in your car. Mm-hmm. You'll get, you'll get more performance out of the car than if you put regular because it's right. a higher octane fuel. Well, the same is true with how we eat. How we eat is the fuel that our cells use to create the energy mm-hmm. to run on And uh, there's high-energy-dense fuels and low-energy-dense fuels, just like with gasoline, with high-octane fuel and Mm -hmm. low-octane regular fuel. And uh, we talk about fuel in terms of food by the macronutrients. There's carbohydrate macronutrient, protein macronutrient, and fatty acid or fat uh, macronutrient. Mm -hmm. All food that we eat breaks down into those three macronutrients. And those protein, are, carbs, and fat and fats. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, what we, what we know scientifically is that fat fatty acids that come from the fat that we eat, they are more than double the energy density per gram than a carbohydrate gram or a protein gram. Wow. That's the high energy fuel. Mm-hmm. Now there are unhealthy fats. You want to avoid those. What are those? Uh, you want to eat the healthy fats. The uh, let's, There's too many unhealthy fats to talk about. Give us the healthy fats. I know avocados.
1: I got that one done. Well, that's
2: right. Avocados. How many should I eat a day? It depends on the individual, but you should, it would be good to uh, eat a good medium sized avocado daily. Okay. Or two. Yeah. And you don't have to eat them whole. You can put them in a green smoothie or you mm-hmm. can put them in your salad. There's lots of ways. I personally don't like the way they taste, but I do consume them. And I hide them in my salad or my green smoothie and I do fine mm-hmm. with that. That's one. Another healthy fat is um, organic butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, another healthy fat is uh, coconut oil and uh, virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. You can cook with those too. Uh, flaxseed oil is also a uh, healthy fat and MCT oil, medium tri- uh,
1: medium chain triglyceride oil. I'm going to go back and listen and take notes, but I'm trying to remember on the fly. So your coconut oils, your avocados- um, Olive oil. Olive oil, these healthy fats, they're going to put more energy to my cells. Well, you're giving your your cells the, the, fuel, to
2: the burn fuel to burn to create it. the energy. Got you. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a higher- energy-dense fuel. So that's why the first thing you do is you change the fuel, the way that you're eating, Mm -hmm. to a higher um, octane fuel, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's called a low-carb, high-fat, healthy-fat diet, Mm -hmm. Uh, often referred to as the ketogenic diet. It's very popular these days. And there's different ways to do a ketogenic diet. Uh, You do it one way, the way I did, um, where it's almost a metabolic therapy for cancer Mm -hmm. recovery, Uh, But if you're just trying to lose weight, you don't have to be as strict with it and still be in what's known as nutritional ketosis, Mm -hmm. where uh, your liver is converting a high percentage of the fatty acids that you're eating in your diet to modified fatty acids called ketone bodies. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the first thing that you can do, uh, Paul, is you change the fuel to the high octane fuel, which is ketogenic diet. Uh, The second thing you can do to improve your energy production at the cellular level So that you get all the benefits of of a health, of health, like when you were younger, is you increase the size of the energy production organelles in the cell called mitochondria. Mm -hmm. Those are the little things. There's all kinds of little things that float inside the cell, Mm -hmm. uh, hundreds of things. And some of them. You just lost some people. Mitochondria. Okay. Someone who doesn't know what that word is. A mitochondria is the name of a little organelle inside the cell that floats around, and it is the actual energy
1: factory in the cell. So we have our cell inside the cell. Part of the cell is the mitochondria. Right. These little things that float around. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And
2: those produce, those are what actually produce the energy. Produce the energy. It's really an energy molecule called ATP. Maybe uh, you have heard of that when you were in high school biology class, adenosine triphosphate. It is the energy currency in the body. Mm-hmm. All the energy is derived from that molecule by breaking electronic bonding on that molecule, which is another uh, set of details we probably don't need to go into. And... Um, what What I was going to say is if the factory, if you build a bigger factory, you get more output of whatever the factory is making. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to grow the size over time of the mitochondria, the energy production factory in the cell. And these cells, the so cells in our body, all cells in our body, except for red blood corpuscle cells, mm-hmm. have mitochondria in them. Some of them have tens of mitochondria. Most have hundreds of mitochondria floating around in their cell. And some high energy organ tissues like heart muscle have thousands of mitochondria in the cell. And you can grow the size of them by doing exercise that puts an oxygen load on the cell in a particular way that... I measure in my lab and, and determine for the individual. We don't have to go into all of that. But basically, it's called high-intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. Will you put an oxygen load on the cells, which will um, cause the mitochondria to get bigger, the energy production factory to get bigger over time. Mm. And that will increase your energy output. Now, the way that you would do high-intensity interval training is really the exact opposite way so don't from, don't go on a treadmill for an hour <laughs> right if the exact opposite of what a typical trainer in the gym will tell you to do he doesn't often know about mitochondria and energy production at the cellular level and will say you need to be on a treadmill like you just said for an hour sweating like a pig and if you don't work really hard like that it's not going to do any good for you and really quite the opposite is true scientifically uh the high intensity interval training needs to be very minimal Mm-hmm. where you're going 60 seconds, maybe at most 60 seconds at a high rate of 30 exer- to 60 seconds. Th- yeah, mm-hmm, f- of high-intensity exercise, and now no more. Then you drop down to a heart rate that's lower than that, that's determined from the metabolic calculations I make in the lab by analyzing the gases in the breath. Um, to um, a maximum fat oxidation heart rate, and, and these heart rates are different for everybody, depending on your the state of your metabolic health. Yeah,
1: and you said he just said that so casually, but in your lab, you you actually can measure how the cell's performing, which is just incredible. Right, and all, and, all the scientific technology
2: that goes into that is just wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's amazing because the energy production has um, a unique feature. Energy production in the, in the mitochondria, the energy factory in the cell, consumes oxygen in that process. It's called oxidative phosphorylation. And the oxygen is really not used for anything else in the body, with the exception of a special case of the immune system under the uh, fighting an acute infection. There's mm-hmm. some oxygen use, usage there. But for the most part, 95 99% of the oxygen we consume is for energy production in the mitochondria in the cell. So if you can look, measure oxygen utilization, which I can do by just analyzing the breath, and you look at carbon dioxide production in the exhale, which is a byproduct of oxidative phosphorylation, and you know how to analyze that data, it took me a year to figure it out, but you can then assess the health of your energy production. So by just exercising correctly with high intensity interval training, done very differently than the way we often have been told by gym trainers, you can grow the size of the mitochondria and you still got two more other methods to increase energy production to get healthier. The third way is to increase the number of mitochondria per cell. That would be the, um, increasing the number of factories producing energy in each cell. And you can do that over time by doing a weight training with, with lifting weights mm-hmm. and, and, and building muscle mass. Mm-hmm. And the way that you would do that is exactly the way the gym trainer says to do that in the gym. He got that one right. And uh, by um, lifting weights and increasing the weights that you can use uh, as your muscles get bigger, you're growing the number of mitochondria per cell and increasing your energy output. And then the fourth way is uh, the way God made the body Mm -hmm. is uh, if the cell thinks that it's... um, Starving to death,
1: mm-hmm.
2: when it's not really starving to death, you're just not eating for a while, but you're nowhere near dying. Mm-hmm. The cell thinks it's it's starving; it's not seeing the fuel that it needs, and that would be uh, like fasting for three or four or five days, something like that. You're not in danger. Water fasting. Yeah, well, different kinds of fasting. But yes, water fasting or anything that won't uh, break nutritional ketosis. Mm -hmm. That means uh, the production of ketones by the liver, which means you're not eating in any way that increases your insulin level in the blood, which means prior to that you're spiking the glucose level in your blood. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're eating extremely low-carb, just consuming fats, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe... um, bone broth or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, that's not just water, but it's, it's just primarily fat and, and uh, very minimal protein. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would not be spiking your glucose, which would not be spiking your insulin. Um, uh, and that would be considered uh, fasting. Okay. Well, uh, once the cell feels that it's, it's uh, starving, the cell's intelligent and it'll start to consume itself or mm-hmm. literally eat itself. But the way God made the body, the cell is intelligent mm-hmm. and the cell will only break down the damaged protein structures first. The stuff that shouldn't be in your cell in the first place. Cause it's damaged.
1: All right. Sorry. My battery uh, died. So I had to replace the battery on the video. Everyone listening to the podcast, you're still here, but that we're talking about autophagy, which let me get this straight. You're doing a fast, your mitochondria has part of it where it's not doing well. As you're fasting, you're, um, that, that cell, it's going to eat itself. It's going to eat the bad part of the cell first. Right. About three days into fasting or what?
2: Yes. Uh, is it that, called autophagy? That would be the fourth way to increase your energy output is to get rid of the bad features of your cell that have deteriorated over time and those are the bad protein structures mm-hmm. and that includes the mitochondria that are damaged which was proven by Nobel Prize winning research going back to the 1930s of what, what the pre, pre, pre predecessor to cancer is damaged mitochondria. Well, if you do a prolonged fast which means if you're eating regular like most people eat mm-hmm. you'd have to be fasting for three days or more and the cell will start to consume the parts, the protein structures first that are damaged instead of the good parts That's the way the God, God made the body Mm -hmm. for the cell to be very intelligent. And that would include in a prolonged fast breaking down the damaged mitochondria so that new correctly functioning mitochondria can be, can be grown inside the cell. And that's a way to really revitalize your cell over time. Mm. Now, if you just fast for a day or so, uh, it's very difficult to get the full effect of what's known as cellular autophagy. And um, we
1: were talking off air. You suggested maybe for me, as you know, traveling man, you know, busy, working full schedule. But if I did a, maybe a water fast for three days once a month, that would begin to rebuild my cells.
2: Yes, uh, it's different for everybody. I think if you're uh, dealing with cancer, Mm -hmm. um, depending on your situation, you'd want to fast more than that, uh, maybe two days a week. But if you're healthy... Uh, just doing uh, a prolonged fast for a few days uh, once a month would be would be fine. It's, it depends on the individual. There's no set rule. It really is on Am a case by case basis. Am I going to get more out of
1: a three day water fast if I just do water versus fasting with just the organic bone broth for three days? Is is it? There's a more because I like to eat. You know, it's not fasting is something that I. I know it's biblical and good and health wise it's good, but it's like, I like a big old juicy steak, some mashed potatoes and asparagus, you know, (laughs) I don't know if that passes the test. So it's not easy to just go with water for three days, but is that more efficient than doing the Yeah, So the, it's just, um, you would only supplement with things that will not
2: uh, spike your insulin. Mm -hmm. Um, In your fast, if you need to just do a little extra than just water because you're feeling really bad or something like that, then you can supplement with things that don't spike your insulin, which would be like bone broth or uh, coffee without any kind of sweetener, Mm -hmm. something like that. Black coffee? Right. But if you could
1: do without, that's even better. It's going to be more effective. That cell, what is it, the second day or two and a half days in where it's going to start repairing itself?
2: Well, it's a little, if you're doing what's known as intermittent fasting all along as a lifestyle where you restrict your nutritional window every 24 hours every day to just an eight or six hour window, mm-hmm. and then you're not eating outside that window every day, that's called intermittent fasting. And so you've already sort of primed the pump in fasting with that kind of lifestyle. So you would only need to do a total fast or prolong a the the window of not eating uh, to into maybe the second day and you're into autophagy. But if you've been eating regular and um, not doing intermittent fasting, you'd probably have to go around three days before you get into cellular autophagy. Okay. This research, I I think uh, cellular autophagy has been known for a lot of years, but the mechanism of how it works was only recently discovered. I believe it was a Nobel prize won by a Japanese scientist in 2016. I think it was, or 2018. I forget exactly where the mechanism of cellular autophagy was really understood scientifically. So, in a nutshell, those are the four ways to
1: improve cellular output. Give us the review one more time.
0: Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to TheHardscapeAcademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. I hope you
1: guys have been enjoying this conversation with Dr. Frank Holliman. We're going to get right back into it. I just am pumped up for my cells to be functioning as optimally as possible. I want to be vibrant with energy and just strength. And so I really appreciate him sharing this information with us. And so here's the rest of my conversation with Dr. Frank Holliman.
2: One is change the fuel to the high-octane fuel by the way you're eating. Coconut oil, carb butter, low-carb,
1: proteins, but not too much proteins. Right.
2: Okay. Number two would be to increase the size of the energy producing, in the cell, the mitochondria, by doing high-intensity interval training based on exercising properly around heart rates that are determined
1: metabolically for the individual, which I test in the lab. So when, you start, when you're, you're doing your workout, you're starting to get the huff and the puff, and it's, you're working extra you know just in, in your breathing. you want to do that for like 30 to 60 seconds
2: the- Right, but you have to be above the right heart rate, and that's different gotcha. for everybody it's approximately uh, where it's approximately a heart rate where you are talking and, and you can no longer talk without talking in staccato because you're breathing so much. Mm-hmm. And you don't, it's counterproductive if you do that for too long because now you're starting to pre- increase your oxidative damage to the mitochondria. That's another story for another time. So you want to minimize that, but you still want to put the oxygen load on the mitochondria. And so um, under a minute, usually 30 seconds minimum, and no more than 60 seconds you want to be in that high intensity region and then you want to fall back to the maximum fat oxidation heart rate, which is also calculated from metabolic parameters different for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's where you're burning the most fat. And it's, it's a, it's a fairly much easier um, exercise exertion or physical exertion Mm -hmm. uh, where you're burning the most fat. It's, it's really equivalent to uh, a fast walk, but not a super fast walk. And you Mm -hmm. could, you could walk kind of a, faster than your normal walk all day long Mm -hmm. and not get tired. That's where you're burning the most fat. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, it's that oxygen load with high intensity interval training in a, in a limited amount of time where you're getting, um, You're you're, over time growing the size of the mitochondria in six to 12 months. You should, I should be able to measure that in the lab where you're getting a higher energy output Mm -hmm. just by increasing the size of the mitochondria alone. The third way, in summary, is increasing the number of mitochondria per cell through weight training done exactly the way the weight trainer would say to do that. I would just say that if you're older, uh, like people who are. Uh, in their late 40s, 50s, or 60s, they should probably do the weight training where it's slow. That's what I recommend, where you go at a s- very slowly out and then you, you control it slowly coming, coming down. back down. Yeah. And you're not going fast or you could hurt yourself. A young guy right. probably won't hurt himself, but an older person right. could easily hurt themselves on one of those weight machines. So you go slow and and you know that um, you have the right weight on there is if you go to full um, muscle exhaustion mm-hmm. after the sixth rep, then you know you've got about the right amount of weight. And if you can go weigh more than six reps, you need to maybe increase it two and a half pounds or five pounds. Yeah. And, and do it slow so you don't hurt yourself. And that will build muscle mass, which will increase the number of mitochondria per cell. And then the third way is doing uh, some kind of prolonged fasting, which is more than just a daily 18 hours fasting, intermittent fasting, where you're restricting your... Uh, nutritional input daily to a, a six or eight hour window. Mm-hmm. It's just extend that 18 hours to maybe into two days. Or if you're just eating regular, you probably need to fast for around three days. There's a lot of um, difference of opinion on that. Nobody mm-hmm. has really determined that exactly, but that's the way that I understand the research.
1: Yeah. So I'm getting ready to go travel the country. What, do I, what should I be doing to get my immune system and my cells uh, optimal health just strong and healthy as possible what, what should I be doing well uh, you want to eat low
2: carb as a lifestyle and you uh, want to make the biggest mistakes that people make on a ketogenic diet mm-hmm. is they over, they don't have the discipline and they overeat their carbohydrates and what your carbohydrate limit is is different for everybody that has to be calculated mm-hmm. and Or they may overeat their proteins because excess protein turns into glucose. It's called gluconeogenesis in in the liver. And that's no good either. Often they think paleo diet or Atkins diet or modified Atkins diet where you can just eat as much animal protein as you want. And excess protein is counterproductive in terms of nutritional ketosis. So you don't want to overeat your proteins. And that's calculated and different for everybody. And then the biggest mistake people make in eating healthy is they don't consume enough fats because they're not used to consuming enough fats. Mm -hmm. And you really can't eat enough avocados or um, fatty meats to get enough fats. It really comes from your oils, and they can be consumed in a way that um, is is delicious. Give us some examples. I love coconut oil. Okay. Uh, Well, you certainly can cook with it. Mm Mm-hmm and you could uh, put it in your green smoothie where you have uh, like a Vitamix and you fill it with green leafy vegetables. Okay, give, okay. Us, give us the recipe here. We well, am getting
1: hungry. Okay. I'm going home. I'm I'm going, after this, I'm going to the store and buying avocados. I'm going to make a green smoothie. Okay. All right. Um, you can consume your
2: oils in green smoothies where you have a Vitamix and you fill it with leafy green vegetables, put a little bit of filtered water in there, turn it on and it compresses down, collapses down to a green slurry, slurry which wouldn't taste very good. Put your avocado in there and include the pit because that's nutritional. Just take the skin off. And now it's so thick you can't drink it. Mm-hmm. So you put more water in it to get the right consistency. And now you've got your nutrition, your vitamins and minerals from the leafy green vegetables. Mm-hmm. You've got your fats from the avocado. You could put more fat in there by putting in some coconut oil or MCT oil. And if you want to, you can make a complete meal out of it by then putting some plant protein powder in there. So you've got your fats, you've got your vitamins and minerals from the vegetables, and you've got your uh, protein powder.
1: And as I travel around, I'll be on the road. I, 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 All that, I can just take it, make it in the hotel room. Yeah, I would I would do day. that,
2: Get use fresh vegetables. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing you could do. And then make sure when you go to the hotel that um, you utilize their gym. They usually have a gym. Oh, yeah. And you can do the high-intensity interval training for short bursts of time, like we talked about, 30 seconds. And uh, you go back down to your lower heart rate, which is approximately equal to a fast walk where you're burning the most fat for two to four minutes and then do 30 seconds again. Repeat that eight times. You're done in 30 minutes. The optimal way to exercise would be to do that no less than three times a week, but no more than four. Mm -hmm. And you're done in 30 minutes. It's, it's, uh, It's a very easy exercise routine and it's scientifically optimal. For growing the size of the mitochondria to increase over time your energy output, uh, how
1: about that? No, that's awesome. I and mean, I know a lot of people watching and listening. You're not traveling the country. I just my brain is you know hotels, different cities, traveling. I want to be as healthy as possible. But if you have a kitchen, you know that you're in every day. That there's no excuse. I mean, it's that's easy to throw the avocado in there, some leafy greens. Uh, So I I, I usually put a banana in there. I shouldn't do that? Well, that's not ketogenic. Um, People like
2: bananas because they taste good and they also have a lot of potassium, but they only have about half the potassium as a nutrient that leafy green vegetables have, like spinach or beet greens. Okay. So um, you get a lot of vitamins and minerals from from delicious fruits, but you can get the same vitamins and minerals from
1: low-glycemic, non-starchy vegetables, yeah, we were talking off air the other day about shopping organic, you know, your meat. You know, What kind of meat should we be buying? And obviously organic, not pumped with all the antibiotics and all the other nonsense, right?
2: Yes, that's right. You want to definitely eat organically. And, and let me say a few things about that. Um, the animal proteins that uh, they feed the animal to get it fat before slaughter, they give them hormones. It's often estrogen-based. And they give them antibiotics to keep them healthy. You consume that when you eat that animal. And so you want to eat organically to to avoid that. And another thing is organic vegetables. Most pesticides that are put on the crops are estrogen-based also. That's what disrupts the insect that's trying to eat, eat the plant. And uh, you don't want to get those hormones in your body. So... Um, the most heavily pesticide crop on the planet is tobacco. And after that, the next most, uh, uh, pesticide crop is, uh, coffee beans. Wow. So you really want to be careful about the coffee beans you consume. So try to get organic coffee beans. Yeah. Go to organic. Yes. Uh, and that's particularly important for a cancer patient, particularly if your cancer that you're trying to recover from is hormone dependent, like women's breast cancer or men's prostate cancer? You want to definitely eat organic.
1: So, so no Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks while I'm on the
2: road. No, no Dunkin' Donuts. Just get their coffee. It's pretty good. No,
1: I, I didn't mean to donut, but that, that's common sense. The actual coffee, because they don't have organic coffee at Dunkin' or Starbucks. No,
2: they don't, and yeah.
1: not at the hotel. So I can take my own uh, coffee machine. Yeah, just coffee pot, uh, and just I already got a bunch of organic coffee
2: just bring your own beans that are organic and then grind them in a little grinder that you plug in yeah yeah yeah. and then put that in the coffee maker that usually they have in the hotel room oh okay just put the filter in there and and you have freshly ground beans and the beans will stay nice in in your bag okay as you travel
1: thanks dr frank (laughs) so organic meats organic vegetables this is this is good
2: Yes, and the thing is, is when you revitalize your body from the cellular level up, that's true health, and that's where you're starting to function like you did
1: years earlier, when you yeah, had optimal energy. Yeah, I like when energy. you gave the, the car analogy, because, if you, you know, I want my cells functioning at their full potential. Right. So, this has been really helpful. How can people get in touch with you if they want to come to your lab and actually measure? I mean, you... you you scientifically measure where you're at with your cells and then you can come back you know, down the road and see are you progressing or how how that energy yes, is Yes, here, here's worked.
2: what I do with that is um, I certainly teach the ketogenic diet uh, with uh, people be- dealing with cancer or just trying to lose weight or just trying to get healthy um, and I, I can do that in my office in uh, Cumming, Georgia or I can do it remotely over the internet and I talk with people and teach them that remotely all over the country. Uh, if they want to get tested in the lab to get a full report of where, what their status is metabolically, in other words, the health of their mitochondria and their cellular energy production, mm-hmm. they really have to come to my lab. Right, right. And um, that's, that's in, in coming Georgia. But you can get more information at my website at HollomanBiophysics.com. That's Holloman, H-O-L-L-E as in echo, M-A-N, HollomanBiophysics.com.
1: Nice little plug for Echo there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I told him they're sponsoring my tour, summer tour. So dynamite drop in, Dr. Frank. <laughs> That's so. uh, what they call an um,
2: un- unabashed uh, plug.
1: Yeah. Well, and by <laughs> the way, this, is, this episode is not sponsored by Pellegrino. <laughs> we had that. People are going to be wondering strategically placed. You'd be shocked that we were just talking. Joe Rogan got $100 million just to put his podcast on Spotify. Wow! In 2021, but you'd be shocked that these guys—they, you know—if you see a Pepsi or a Coke or whatever in their episodes, well, you know, big I, money. I used to watch the um, America's
2: Got Talent and um, American Idol singing shows on oh. TV, and I always noticed that the judges always had a Pepsi or a Coke. Oh yeah, a can there or a cup? Yeah, that's what that's all about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well. I appreciate everybody watching this, and uh, I appreciate everybody who's been listening. I, You know, Dr. Frank, I've been on this health journey, and I'm glad that I got to meet you and, and talk about these cells, and, and I definitely want to implement the, the three-day water fast once a month, and, and that's going to help rebuild, repair the mitochondria section yes. of my cell. I didn't go to Georgia Tech, man. This is, you know, you what are all these? You got... uh a lot of degrees,
2: huh? Uh, they're all in physics. Yeah. And the specialization was atomic and molecular. Yeah. And really to understand the body at the cellular level, it's all about the molecules and mm-hmm. what the molecules are doing and and why they do it. And that's really what we were talking
1: about. Yeah. But our takeaway for just us living our everyday life, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a businessman, you're a, you know a teacher, you got a full – I mean, we all have a full schedule – what we put into our body is important. We want to we want to have the right diet, organic foods, the right proportion of healthy fats, protein, carbs. Want to be doing the correct exercises. We want to be implementing a water fast, and I missed one. Oh, the cellular autophagy. Oh no, that's the fasting. fasting. Yeah, so um, I guess there's three. But I missed one. I thought you just four.
2: eating right, exercise, and. Uh, there's two ways to exercise right. to increase the size and the number oh, of mitochondria. Oh, yeah, that's where
1: it was the weight training and what is it called? HIT yeah.
2: high intensity, high intensity inter- interval, inter- interval training, training. done the proper way, and then a the cellular autophagy through the uh,
1: periodic fasting. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, Dr. Frank. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. You guys come to come in Georgia, visit Dr. Frank, get tested in the lab, and uh, appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, thank you to Dr. Frank Holloman for sharing that insight today with us. I know as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, we really need to prioritize our health because the better our health is, the better we'll perform and the more valuable we can offer You know, our time and energy into relationships. I know what it's like to work all day and then have nothing left in the tank and you're hanging out with someone and you're just thinking about, man, I can't wait to get a shower and go to bed and I'm just I'm exhausted. Whereas I want want to have my, you know, time when I'm hanging out with people. I want to have a vibrancy. I want to have a alertness, a vitality. And that happens with the decisions that we make with what we put in our body and how we uh, manage our body. So thank you to Dr. Frank Holloman for sharing today. He's got so much knowledge about the human body and perhaps we'll bring him back on another day to discuss another health topic so that uh, we can be thriving in our health. Well, thanks again to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. And don't forget, guys, if you want a shot at $5,000, sign up for the GIE Plus Expo before July 24th, 2020. That's when the deadline is to have your uh, name in the hat, if you will, for the opportunity to win $5,000 spending spree at GIE Plus Expo 2020. And when you register, just use the promo code Paul and you will get 50% off this year's registration. Make sure you do that by July 24th if you want a shot. At the five thousand dollars, real quick, we want to say thank you to a rating and review uh, that we got. Let's see here, Sir Von Rott left us one back on July 1st. Sorry, it's just now taking us to get to this. But uh, he said, leaps and bounds, five-star review. He says, I'm in my first year of business. Paul has been a huge help for me and my business as far as what to charge for services, things I did not even think needed to go into my overhead or direct cost. Paul's show is worth a listen no matter what what season your business you are in. Keep Killing It, Brother. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sir Von Rot, for the five-star reviews over there on the Apple Podcast. We appreciate you guys that drop us five-star reviews, leave a sentence or two. It really helps boost us in the algorithm and the charts and all of that. I was just checking today. We're number 85 in uh, the Apple Podcast charts for the business entrepreneurship. So we certainly appreciate it. It's our goal to be in the top 100. And when we are, we're just very, very appreciative and thankful. And uh, you know what? Our goal is really to in the top 50. So we uh, got our foot on the gas and are doing our best effort. And uh, it's a team uh, move to, to climb the charts. And so we appreciate you guys sharing the show on Instagram, sharing the show on your social media, tagging us at Paul Jamison at Green Industry Podcast. And certainly, um, probably the most impactful thing is those ratings and reviews. It really tells um, the Apple podcast world, hey, we like this show. So thanks for listening, guys. Smash the subscribe button. Take a look at the show notes to find the link to Dr. Holloman's website and to the GIE Plus Expo registration, the Hardscape Academy, my e-course, and a bunch more. It's all in today's uh, description of this program. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back soon.
2: drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by jd power you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible visit your local kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by jd power kia movement that
1: inspires call 800-333 4 kia for details always drive safely kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the jd power 2022 u.s vehicle dependability study based on 2019 models see jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details